<laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, that's right, it's NBA Straya. Oh, jeez. I am your host, James Clements. I'm a very tired, tired James Clements. I'm the editor of Code Bet. You might have seen this podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA next to my <laughs> my good friend Ben Dixon. Uh, or in the paper. If you buy the paper, look at the sports section. I'm there. Uh, I'm here, actually, at the moment in Larry Armour Studios, cracking it in. It's been a long fucking weekend. I feel like I got zero rest. What are you going to do? Been watching a lot of hoops, bro. And doing other stuff. Uh, I'm here hanging out to give you the lowdown all the ins and outs of the NBA. That's what we do here in NBA Australia, isn't it? We don't take things too seriously. Leave that for the nerds. Ah, oh, JJ, dude, what does this mean for this team? Oh, who fucking cares? Just let's find out some fun shit and have fun, huh? Ah, the Lakers and Nets stink. That's a, a bit of a shocker, isn't it? I'll tell the you. Lakers stink! That's right, Stephen. Hey, the Bucks are awesome. I'll tell you that much. They're a fucking juggernaut. The Suns look great. Anyway... Uh, we're going to go through all that today in weekend winners and losers, and it's going to be awesome. We're going to wrap all the games from the weekend. Uh, we're going to juicy slab, but that's not a nightfall, mate. No man's spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. Dickhead of the weekend was so easy this weekend. It really should just be the Kyrie Irving Memorial Dickhead of the weekend, shouldn't it? Uh, we've got some, yeah, Nazi on public opinion of the day in our back take house where we're serving up a flame grill take. Uh, what else we got? I think we'll throw in a Gazy Grey Mumber Award just because. Uh, same reason you go to a uh, Turak Taylor. Just a good fit. Say that much. Right, let's get into it. Uh, we won't have a skip. Oh, we might chuck a deli review on the end. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Episode 53 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack! Ah, you better. Better watch out for the Benny Matherin attack if you're uh, the Nets, or the anti Semitic attack if you're uh, anyone associated with Kyrie Irving. Fucking hell. Uh, better watch out for the uh, tin attack, if you may. Jeez, a couple of beers today. And uh, a lot of walking around with the wee, wee, wee squid. Hey, and I and the dog. Just went for a big old wander. It was great. Stopped at the pub. Nothing quite like standing out in the rain. At the front of a pub with a pint in hand. Under one of, like, you know, by yourself. Well, you know, the baby strapped to my front. The dog underneath the table. It's raining. Just standing there drinking a pint going, this is pretty fucking good. <laughs> I'll pay this. I feel pretty fucking happy with my decisions that got me here. It was awesome. Had a nice little moment. Anyway, uh, some other moments from the weekend. Let's get into it the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the Daily. Whip around. Well, not daily at the moment, but still the Daily Whip around, isn't it? Uh, the Nets are 1-5. and five. They stink. They're having players-only meetings. That always bodes well. Uh, Steve Nash, as we mentioned the other day, getting kicked out of games for the first time ever. Oh, hey, I didn't really like that call there, Riff. What are you doing, hey? Hey, hey, I'm not sure about this one. Oh, jeez. Oh, gee, Willikers, me and my moose. Oh, we're not going to like that. Anyway, then goes fucking Troppo, and then after the shit pumping they received from the Pacers today, comes out and goes, yeah, that was fucking shit house. <laughs> we suck. What the fuck? Have you seen these assholes? Yeah, I don't want to coach her anymore anyway. Fuck it. Uh... 
Yeah, hashtag free free Nash. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Bucks are undefeated, loving that Primo. Josh Primo got waved. We're getting that a bit a bit later, but yeesh, not a great story. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's really not. Neither is the Kyrie one. It's like, yeah, nothing like, you know, going full fucking NBA Kanye. You never go full NBA Kanye, but Kyrie's like, oh, Kanye's in the news. Maybe I should be in the news. Hey, look at this anti-Semitic film. I really like, fuck off, idiot. Jesus. Anyway, uh, let's do some game raps. Game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps from the last three days uh, since we last spoke, which is Thursday evening. Uh, so what do we got? Friday, Sunday, Sunday? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, the Mavericks won me some money and uh, <laughs> also beat the Nets in overtime. This was a great game. Uh, 129-125. Luka is off chops. Absolutely fucking off chops. Outdoors KD and Curry by himself. Awesome game. Nets should have won it about three different times. The Mavs should have fucking put them away. It just never happened. The Thunder. You might know them. Bad team. Beat the Clippers. Twice. <laughs> On the weekend. The first one was when they weren't playing anyone. Uh, this was the game I famously said, Oh, the Clippers can start their bench and they still beat the Thunder. Womp, womp, womp. They did not. Narrator. They lost, in fact. Uh, 118-110. The Thunder won that one. Hilarious. Uh, the Heat. Uh, this was a game that I had tipped for the Heat as a bit of a big moment. They lose 123-110. They were right fucking there with the Warriors until the fourth quarter. And bang. Steph Curry just goes, yeah, that's pretty neat. You guys are cute. You guys think he can win. Say, so, ah, he thinks he's people. Shove. <laughs> Steph fucking nailed him. 33. He was unbelievable. Jimmy Butts couldn't quite do enough in the end. Uh, just one of those, uh, you know, talk about the heat later in winners and losers, but oh, geez. The Grizz, they beat the Kings 125-110. The Kings at that point were then 0-4 until they got a big win today. But um, again, a really fun game. What did I say on Thursday? This is like two fighter jets going at each other, Darren Fox and uh, Ja Morant. Turns out it was just McBroon who stepped up big time in this one for the Grizzlies. Uh, you got Stephen Adams getting kicked in his Kiwi fruits. Oh, it was all fucking happening. Uh, but Jar Moran had a bit of a uh, quiet one. He had the 22 point, 22, 5, and 6. That's quiet. I love that. Uh, but he goes 8 of 18 from the floor. Meanwhile, Desmond Breen goes 11 of 18. That's the same amount of shots. He hits three more. It goes 6 of 8 from downtown, Desmond Breen. Loved it. But the weirdest part was Jake LaRavia. I think uh, there was a lot of <laughs> question marks when the uh, Grizzlies drafted him. Just went out at a plus 18, 14, no, sorry, plus 24, fuck, 13 and 9. He was awesome. Unbelievable. Big win for the Grizz. Uh, they got them to 4 and 1. Of course, they don't shit the bed later on in the weekend, but we'll get to that in a second, bruh. Uh, Diaz of Fox is good, but look, Sacramento, one of those things where you're like, oh, man, it just sucks that their uh, schedule is so tough to start off the year because they're a fun team. The Hawks, on Saturday, they beat... The Detroit Basketball Pistons just shit all over them in the second half. I think they put up 67, I think it was. And really just gave them the clamps. Because uh, this was a fun game, and then it was not. Cade Cunningham went fucking ham. He was awesome. Had a shit ton in the first half. Trey Young went, that's cool. Drops 36 and 12 in the end. Hornets got beat by the Magic. Magic's first win of the year, 113.93. I love, I love my Orlando Magic. <laughs> I was watching this on uh, Saturday morning. 
And the squid's like, Dad, who's this guy? And I'm like, that's Paolo Banquero. He's like, is he good? I'm like, yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> he really is. Oh, man, the magic fucked him up. It was great. The Hornets, they stink, but uh, going to win today. But, uh, yeah, the magic, good win for them. Cavs, Celtics, this was the game that the squid and I just sort of sat there and watched. It goes to overtime, goes forever. Uh, you got the national broadcast. It was very fun. My sweet baby, Karis LeVert, Donnie Mitchell going hammer and tongs against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You might throw your mind back to last week where I said, oh, I reckon, I reckon the Cavaliers could win this one. Oh, this is a bit of uh, the defensive stuff around them. It's like, boom, 132-123. It wasn't exactly defensive on the ca- uh, won the game for the Cavs. It was uh, my sweet baby, Karis LeVert, fucking knocking in shots that were absurd and amazing. Donnie Mitchell going off. But just the Twin Towers thing, it actually threw the Celtics completely off their own game, right? Having to account for Mobley and Jared Allen the entire time, you're like, holy shit. Fuck, we're going to play. Oh, man. It means we're going to play our bigs. <laughs> like, the last thing Boston really want to do is play any of their bigs. They're like, come on, man. We're going to play Al Horford 41 minutes. I don't want to do that. Luke Cornett's out there for fucking 26. It's just like, nah. Seven minutes for Noah Vonley. I feel like he should have played more. Um Blake Griffin, it was like, nah, can't do it. Can't, can't go small. The Cavs will smash her. Cavs ended up beating him anyway. 132-123. It was such a good game. There's one game from the weekend you should watch. It was that. Told you a lot about the Cavs. Told you a lot about the Celtics. Celtics just need a big. His name's Time Lord. He'll be back at some point. But without them, just a little bit missing in that team. The Sixers finally got another win. 112.90 over the Raptors. Oh, Jimmy, did you predict that one as well, man? Yes, I did. <laughs> but I did not predict Tyrese Maxey going fucking ham. That was gnarly. 44 points. Didn't miss a shot in the first half. 10 to 10. That was sick. Uh, Sixers get a much-needed win. Ran over the top in the last quarter as well. Pacers beat the Wizards. The Wizards, shit. This game fucking killed me. So look, look, the Wizards are going to be that fun, sneaky, weird team. That you turn around and you go, hang on a second, how are they like eight and five? You know, in like a week and a half's time. Well, they're not going to be that team, probably, because they lost to the fucking paces, 127, 117. Miles Turner came back and went, yeah, nah, seriously, can you guys trade me somewhere good? 27 and 10 for him. Uh, the Bucks outlasted the Knicks. This was a fun, tough four game. Look, got to give the, you know, props where props are due. The Knicks are rad. God, they're good. Bronson just gives him such a fucking, like, sense of character. I love it. Randall, 14 and 12. Giannis at 30, 14 and 9. And they sort of just kept him at bay in the second half. 119, 108. The Timberwolves a little bit too big for the Lakers because... The Lakers stink! They really do. 111, 102. Made Jimmy some money by hitting his free throws at the end. I may have drunkenly put on a... Uh, a little bit of cash on the old uh, <laughs> Wolves. I think it was at eight and a half. Then the next day it was like six and a half. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Better double down. Uh, and did. And luckily they covered. Uh, but the Wolves, it was just there was too much size. Too much just size and talent. Whereas you look at the Lakers and go, wait, no Anthony Davis. Yeah, you guys are fucked. Like, you can fight and fight and fight as much as you want. But seriously, when you've got like LeBron and fuck all else, like what are you going to do? The answer is... Not much. Like, Rusty played one of his better games. He had 18 and 8, but it came on 17 shots in very classic Rusty Westbrook fashion. Ugh, this team is brutally bad. Anyway, uh, spinning through the rest of this. Come on, the Spurs beat the Bulls. Oh, God, the Bulls just can't take a trick at the moment. 
Uh, the Nuggets beat the Yaz 117-101. MBJ is unreal, isn't he? I love him, 22-13. Now, on the Blazers without Dame, I might have buried the lead. Did I mention that at the top? I didn't. Dame out with, uh, what was it, a calf for like two weeks. Tough scenes there. It didn't matter because the Rockets can't hit a fucking shot. <laughs> it's hilarious. The Suns, Dyson Daniels versus my big man, the Rooster. Rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, Landale. The Rooster, 124-111. Big win for the Suns. Uh, the Pelicans fought and fought and fought, but they didn't have Spindles Ingram. They didn't have Zion. CJ McCollum was a late in. He shot 6 of 19 and 0 of 5 from downtown. It's like, yeah, he's a bit undercooked. <laughs> and uh, the much belly who Dyson Daniels versus Jock Landau didn't happen because Dyson didn't get out there. So, yeah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> they promised so much and delivered so little. Um, but the good news is Zion should be back soon. Spindles still in the concussion protocol. So here we go. And then today, the Kings, 119, beat the Heaters. Get their first win of the season. It was great. Keegan Murray smashing it. That was awesome. Uh, the Hornets beat the Warriors. <laughs> Steph Curry. When he goes home to Charlotte, it's always a bit of something fucky. Warriors now 3-3. Three and three. The Hornets now three and three. Just saying. Uh, the Pacers beat the Nets because the Nets are a fucking traveling circus bin fire. Uh, one twenty five, one sixteen. Um, <laughs> they just couldn't stop anybody. It was hilarious. It's like, yeah, that's what happens. You should be able to outscore a Pacers team, but nope, not if you're the Nets. One and five. Sixers beat the Bulls. Clutch shooting by MB uh, down the stretch. There ends up with twenty five, seven and four. I think that's twelve straight that they are beating the Bulls because MB just hates Vooch. Sure. Bucks beat the Hawks. They're now 5-0, and the Milwaukee Bucks. I hear it's a gonkin for the good land. It really is. Hawks, like Trey had 42. Drew Holiday had 34. One of those games where you go, oh, it's a bit of a uh, great matchup. Bit of an interesting one. I flagged this at the start of the weekend. And uh, DeJunte Murray goes 9-19. He had 21. But it was one of those games where you're like, oh, man, if you just get a little something from like your other dudes. DeAndre Hanna or, you know, John Collins, it's a total cocktail. You might win this. They did not get anything from those guys. Whereas Giannis, 34-17-4, and 34-12 for uh, Giroud, 21 from Blopesh. Even Jordan Awara with that great hair was causing havoc. He had 11. Um, also a good weekend for, like, uh, jerseys, wasn't it? The, you know, the Suns in that beautiful perps, the Bucks in the perps, the Nets in those horrible whites. <laughs> Oh, God, the Mavs lost against the Thunder because the Thunder is like, we don't give a shit. We're going to beat everybody. 38-6-9 for Shy Redder, Gilgis Alexander. Better than Luca, who had 31-16-10, but just couldn't get him over the hump because they couldn't stop anybody in overtime. They went for 18 points in that overtime, the Thunder. Ran over the top, and the Grizzlies lost to the Yaz because Malik Beasley just went, fuck you, check this out. Bang. Clutch three big. Late. And they win that one. Dylan Brooks had 30. The Hoos with Kelly Olenek at 23 as well. The Jazz are 5-2. and two. What are they doing? Who knows? But that sort of leads us very nicely into weekend. Winners and losers. Oh, my God. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is... Me. Me. Dan, Dan Brockman. Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? me? There you go. That's right. Weekend winners. Philly called it. 
Uh, you might have seen me on the old uh, TV going, Philly, they're going to come out, they're going to win these weekend games back-to-back. They're going to do it. Rest in beat versus Toronto. They win because Maxi goes off his fucking knocker. And pow, get a big win over the Bulls. Quietens the haters for a second. <laughs> At least slows the calls for uh, Doc to be fired this week. Um, but this was kind of my point going into this. It never felt systematic, the Sixers. Like the defense, like the flourishes were there. You're kind of like, can you just play Matty T a little bit more so you just have a little bit more defense out there? But it's also you got a lot of new faces on that Sixers team. Harden suddenly can't hit a shot. Suddenly that means they're winning. It's like, okay, none of this makes sense. But you've got Daniel House. You've got more Matty T out there today in that Bulls game. Makes a big fucking difference. Anthony Melton started hitting shots as well. So great weekend if you're a Sixers fan. I mean, not only do you have the Phillies out there crushing it in the World Series, uh, you got the unbeaten Philadelphia Eagles, bro. Go birds. <laughs> I mean, it's just the tough, like, what well, the World Series is 1-1, but at least like, the Phillies got on the board. Happy days there. And now the Six have got a couple of wins under the belt. That's a big weekend winner. The Cavs, that huge win over the Celtics was... Uh, so I talked about this before, right? Like the way that Mitchell gives them just a sense of belief of like, we're young, we're good, we're fun. Nah, but we don't belong with all these good teams. Dunning Mitchell's like, nah, fuck him. I've gone toe-to-toe with every one of these motherfuckers. I'm just as good. We're just as good. Come with me, boys. We're going to go fucking large. Boom! Win over the Celtics. That was massive. In Boston, on national tally. Loved it. Good job, Cavs. Big weekend winners. And my sweet baby, Carrots Levert. There's another weekend winner. How good was he? Uh, the Bucks 5-0. They're rolling. They're weekend winners because... What did I tell you before the season? They were my pick. They don't even have Chris Middleton, and they're 5-0. They don't have Jingling Joe Ingles. He and Middleton are just sitting on the fucking sideline just cracking wires, being smart asses. <laughs> they're still rolling. It's crazy. Yeah, good job, Bucks. This is kind of it. Like, my pick for the title this year was the Bucks. Because they should have won it last year. If Middleton didn't get injured, they would have. And here we are, 5-0. Uh, the Wolves, that Laker winner was exactly what they needed. Just like, a, hey, are we bigger than people? It's like, yes, you are, you dummies. Okay, should we use that? Yes, fuck. Ant-Man, though, he's got a bit of a chutzpah about him now. So it was always going to be a bit of adjustment. So like, that's the kind of thing with Philly and the Wolves, right? It doesn't feel systematic. It feels chemical, if that makes sense. There's no chemistry, <laughs> I guess. Um, but it takes time. You got big new additions. You got weird new additions. So good times. Uh, Denver, they're big weekend winners. Just keep rolling, rolling. They're like out there like fucking live biscuit. Uh, they're gonna have like a twenty-four and six record, and we'll turn around and go fucking hell. And Denver, unreal. And it's like yes, yes they are. Anyway, other big weekend winners. Jock, that's right. The rooster. <coughs> Landale. Big cock, jock, rock him, suck him, block him, jock him, Landau. Dundra and twist his ankle a little bit. Oh, I'm out for a week. Oh, also, I don't want to be here. Cool. Here's your ticket to Indy. Fuck off. <laughs> Jock's going to play him out of a gig. Rooster season. I love it. They're a juggernaut without Crowder at the moment. The Suns as well. They're weekend winners. Booker is fucking amazing at the moment. So I've long been a bit of a uh, Booker fan where I understand what he can and can't do. 
And at the moment, he's taking just that little baby extra step of like, oh, actually, there's nothing I can't do, motherfucker. And you're like, oh, shit. Watch out. So even if Chris Ball has been a bit shit, and Dion, and like Jay Crowder's like, nah, I don't even want to play, bro. Devin Booker's like, doesn't matter. Look at this. <laughs> you're like, Jesus, that's not bad, bro. Not bad. Uh, the Indiana Pacers. Jimmy, why are they on the winners? Well, I mean, they won. They beat the Nets today. That was hilarious. They just keep winning. But more importantly, they're weekend winners because Tyrese Halliburton and Benny Matherin are fucking awesome. Seriously, they've got their fucking backcourt of the future already. And, like, they're laughing. If they add Wemby to this, give me old Victor Wembanyama, be a title contender. Like, almost out of the gate. Anyway, uh, the last weekend winner. Can you tell we're flying through this because I'm really tired? <laughs> Us. Scoring. There's lots of scoring. 11 dudes averaging over 30 points a game at the moment. Book, uh, Fox, and Embiid are just behind them as well. That's like basically like 13, 14, 15 dudes. Uh, but it's one of those things like early in the season, you do see these scoring explosions, but not to even with like a small sample charge, uh, not to this degree usually. Like this is awesome. Between Luca, between, as I mentioned, like the likes of what Kyrie, KD are all up there. Book and Beat, as, as mentioned, but it's just like Shay. Reddick Alexander is just smashing it. It's awesome. And the cool thing is, like, the take foul, with the elimination of that, teams are like, oh, shit. That's right. Fast breaks are fun. And everyone's like, yeah, this is great. Anyway, love it. So we're winners. And if anyone fucking sucks at you about basketball, oh, basketball used to be about throwing the ball to the big man. Tell him to shut the fuck up and actually watch a game. All right, weekend losers. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Losers. Loser. Losers. Loser. Losers are the paces. But Jimmy, you just had them in winners. Yeah. There's no rule book. <laughs> this is NBA Australia. I do what I want. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, you can have Benny Matherin and Cyrus Halliburton. And look really good for the future and also keep losing, Indy. What are you doing? Do you reckon there's like a clause in um, Rick Carlisle's contract where it's like, uh, you can't tell me to lose and I'll make sure that we win some games early on so we get some nice vibes and we can sell some tickets and then we'll lose lots. 100% of a chance that's happening. Uh, who else is another weekend loser? Like another perfect day. Yeah, no one loves LA at the moment. The Clippers, they're losing to the Thunder a million times. The Lakers haven't got a win. Um, I mentioned the other day, like, the Lakers, it's not going to get easier. Like, they're up against a fucking murderer's row at this point, and their team is shithouse. And, oh, Bobby Palinka is like, I'm here to give a really rousing speech. There's no I in team, and there's no I in chip. And everyone's like, motherfucker, it's literally on the T-shirt. Oh, that's not an eye. That's the la- the trophy that we're all working. It's like, you can call it the Larry O'Brien trophy, Rob. And so meanwhile, there's like eight different words on the fucking slide with the word, like the letter I in them. So we don't use I here. We're a team and us 
team. It's like, you're about as fucking inspiring as like a wet fucking rag that's like on the street that's like all dirty because someone's like mowed their lawn near it. Like, ah. Ah, someone will clean that up, won't they? <laughs> like, it's fucking brutal. He is deluded. He's like, I'm like, just because he looks like a uh, Rob Lowe, you're kind of like, ah, oh, he's got to have some sort of personality. Nope. Just a fucking dead shit who somehow in charge of the Lakers because he was mates with Kobe. What the fuck? Anyway, they still have another game against the Nuggets coming up. Which, based on the fact the Nuggets just fucking killed them the other day, and they might still not have Anthony Davis tomorrow for this game. Let's say they're 0-6. Then they play the Pelicans. That could be 0-7. They play the Yaz. It's a soft J. They might not win that. They play the Cleveland. Oh, God. That's right. Cleveland! Cavaliers. Then they play the Jazz again. They might not win any of these. The Clippers, Sacramento, Brooklyn. They might beat Detroit and maybe San Antonio, November 19, November 21. For the Lakers... Seriously. The Lakers stink! They could go winless for an entire month to start the NBA season. <laughs> oh, I love it. As I uh, put out on the old socials the other day, you hate to see it. <laughs> and like, I'd hope that nobody like gets uh, the wrong idea. Like, I think LeBron James is fucking amazing. I just, yeah, fuck the Lakers. Um, this weird Lakers exceptionalism and the weird sort of blinkers of like, it doesn't matter, we got a, we got a championship. Yeah, a fake one that you didn't get to celebrate. And now you're paying the price and it sucks, doesn't it? Uh, meanwhile, yeah, the Clippers, uh, kawaii. <laughs> that's, um, that's not great. Uh, we're going to sit him out, you know, knee, knee thing. So, all right, are, we, are you just being really careful? Because I hope so. Because your team's a bit shit. And it's like, I came into the season going, look, the Clippers are awesome. They're super fucking deep. I was at the time sort of presuming that Kawhi would play 58 games. <laughs> and, like, he might play 40. Like, what is going on? I get that he's got, you know, it's a slow roll coming back from those big injuries, but shit. Uh, Bulls are other weekend losers. Tough weekend. They shit the bet against the Spurs. They get rolled by the Sixers. There's something missing with that team. And it's like, it's sort of that vibe of having DeMarta Rose and, and Zachy Cakes Adam Levine on the same team that in my brain you're like, yeah, I just don't know how that works. And in practicalities, it doesn't look like it wants to work very well. But without Lonzo, it just feels still weird to like judge the Bulls. You know, you got Caruso, you got Kobe, Kobe White, Patch, Vooch. Ugh. It's just, they should be better and they're not. I don't know. Uh, the Nets, gee, do you think they're weekend losers, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. You can't lose the Pacers on the second night of a back-to-back. The Pacers were on a back-to-back one that game. Uh, Kyrie Irving, anytime you've got to defend your promotion of an anti-Semitic movie but then not apologize and get angry at people asking you about it and going, hey, Kyrie, is that a bit fucked? And you saying, what's actually fucked is you asking me about it. It's like, no, Kyrie, it's actually you're a fucking cockhead. Um, <laughs> oh, I understand I'm a big influence. But also, why are you asking me about it? I'm just a guy who doesn't influence anybody. Fuck off. Jesus. Just just the latest mealy brain fucking knob fuckery that NBA Kanye has found himself in, eh? 
Uh, look, there'll be more on that in a second. I'll just yell about that. But weekend losing for fucking sure. Uh, the Warriors, a couple of uh, wonky signs there. They look good at times, but they just don't quite have that killer instinct at the moment. You know, got got by the Suns, then got got by the Hornets over here. They got the heat in the middle, but I don't know. Hey, uh, Jazz, stop winning. You're 5-2. and two. Jesus, you're playing yourself out of the uh, Wimbanyama stakes. Like, Danny Ainge, he's a weekend loser. He's going to be beside himself. I was like, look, I wanted you guys to like build up your trade value, but not not this much. Not five and two. Fuck. <laughs> and, of course, Josh Primo, weekend loser. And the San Antonio Bandera Spurs. Uh, Primo allegedly uh, exposing himself to multiple people. Not ideal. And how's the fucking people go, oh, we was only 19. It's like, I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure from a pretty early age I knew not to get my dick out in front of people. <laughs> I was only 19 when he got drafted. Yeah. So don't get your dick out. Like, you, you know better. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, let's do some awards. The NBA Australia approved performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Tyrese Maxey, that was sick. What was he, 44 points, career high, 15 to 20 from the floor, 9 to 12 from downtown. He was absolutely off chops. And it's one of those performances where you watch hard and just shit the bed across the weekend and the Sixers win both of them. And you have that just moment in the back of your head going, did they need James Harden? Oh, Ben Simmons and uh, Jolene Beat, it was getting stale. Was it? <laughs> I was a big, big, big protagonist of like, just sort your shit out with the Sixers. You guys fit better than you realize. The grass isn't always greener. But anyway, Maxie's amazing. I love him. Uh, Show ready, Gilgis Alexander, 38, 6, and 9. Crashing it against uh, Luca and the Mavs today. Shot 15 to 27. He only took two threes and he missed them both. Anyway, uh, Donnie Mitchell and my sweet baby, Karis Levert. I mentioned them both uh, before, but they both had 41 points in that Celtics game. Uh, Donnie goes 15 and 25, 5 and 9 from deep. Sweet baby. 12 of 21, 6 of 8 from downtown, including the dagger where he gets fouled. Amazing. This is my thing when it comes to my sweet baby, Karis LeVert. If you have an opinion on Karis LeVert that involves him, like not being like a good sort of connective tissue, extraneous scorer who can do just something, something, if you give him a bit of a fucking chance, then I don't want to know about it. If you think he's like a ball stopper or some shit, it's basically, tell me you've not watched Sweet Baby Karis LeVert play without telling me that you've not watched Sweet Baby Karis LeVert play. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the haters. Uh, Jason Brown and Tatum. Uh, Jason Brown? Fucking hell. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I combined their names. That was great. Uh, and they had 32 each. That was sick. Couldn't quite catch the Cavs, though. Kind of an interesting one for me. Simon's had 30 stepped up. Went 7-15 from downtown for the uh, Blazers against the Rockets. Nurk had 27-15 in that one as well. Uh, Luca on Friday against the Nets was absolutely fun. He had back-to-back triple-doubles. He has 41-11-14 against the Nets. And really just put him to the fucking sword, didn't he? God, he was good. He was so good in that game because it was one of those things you're like, yep, uh, so no one else is really going to hit shots. Cool story, bro. And uh, he goes out and does it all himself. Like, there was a Reggie Bullock three at the end of regulation that would have won it. Hashtag sniper alert. Clank. And then uh, against the Thunder, 
They lose in overtime because they can't get a fucking stop. But I'll tell you what, Luca, still 31-16-10, goes 0-6 from downtown. Like, this is what Luca does. He has those swings and roundabouts when it comes to the three-point shooting. But anyway, the dude also just outdueled Kyrie and KD by himself, so not bloody bad. Uh, good weekend. I mean, I mentioned Trey Young having a couple of good ones. Tyrese Halliburton today. Benny Matherin. Just a lot of good ones. Even the Stafford Tower, the Gobert against the Lakers. But at the same time, Gobert against the Lakers was like watching like a fucking grown man play against like the Nary Warren on the 12s. So what are you doing? Uh, what about Spud of the Night? Spud, 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 of the night. Bunch of spuds on the weekend. Uh, we had some mashed potato for dinner last night. It wasn't as spuddy as uh, some of these performances. 3 of 12. There goes my Tyler Hero. 3 of 12 against the Warriors. Just fucking brutal. Had a couple of shots down the stretch to keep a minute. Clank. Uh, there, I'd like to have a beer with Duncan because he can't hit a shot. Duncan Robinson, 1 of 7 in that game too. Uh, Jordan Jeremy Clarkson goes 1 of 10 against the Nugs. Marcus Smart goes 3 of 15 against the Cavs. He was not even looking for his shot late. Uh, Jalen Smith was 3 of 14 against the Nets today. Strews went 4 of 15 against the Kings. James Harden. It's like I didn't want to put him in weekend winners and losers because like his team won both games. But you know that Harden's kind of like, oh, man, I don't like that we won and I shot 2 of 13. Because <laughs> he did. <laughs> it was not great. Yeah, 15, 6, and 11. He had 11, 4, and 4 against Toronto as well. But, you know, watching, you know, Tyrus Maxi go absolutely fucking ham. Probably not great for the old Harden fucking ego. I took less money to be here, man. Yeah, cool. Then shut up and play some fucking defense. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, have you had some beers today? Yeah, I have. Uh, Seth Curry came back. Happy days. Oh, missed everything. 0 of 5, all from 3. Um, We've got two last ones here. What do you reckon? Should we fire it up? Should we fire it up? Let's fire it up. Yeah, that's right. You better believe it. THT, he's dynamite at bringing us 311. I love it. Uh, and a bloke who went over of 11, Fred Van Vliet of the Fighting Van Vliet's. That was brutal. Over of 11. Tyrese Maxi on one end is hitting all the shots. Fred Van Vliet, like, did, in, he might need to have another kid. Like, what are you doing, Fred? Over of 11. over of 8 from downtown. That was from absolute fucking brutal. Sputting it up. It's early in the season. He'll be fine. But also, what about old mate, no mates? Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates? Well, I mean, Josh Primo got waved. Everyone's like, well, that's weird. It's like, yeah, he's obviously done something pretty bad. And then there's the rumours about, oh, he might have been allegedly uh, person of interest, blah, 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 something, something, murder. And you're like, I mean, I can see why that would get you waved. (laughs) But also... And then the story comes out, you're like, yep, that checks out, probably. Fucking hell. Uh, and Rob Palenka, talking about a dude getting dragged, and he puts out his little PR, PR stunt of, I'm, I'm talking to the people in the room about how to get 
motivated and be a good team member. And so, fucking kill me now. This boy, this dude is boring paint off the wall. What the fuck, Rob Polinka? Just why wouldn't you, if you're the Lakers, just hire Rob Lowe to pretend to be Rob Polinka and come in and give the speeches that Rob Polinka thinks he wants to give? What a fucking shit bloke he is. He's old man, no man's because everyone's just like, like, seriously, if you're in that Lakers room, you're like listening to Rob Polinka talk, you're like, this is the fucking guy that's put together. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> 100%. Oh, God. Uh, a couple of quick pantsings. Uh, Luca, net-making motherfuckers just for fun. You to Wantanabe scored for the other team. That is a bit of a pantsing. You better believe it. Better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Let's uh, go Keegs. Keegan Murray over there in Sacramento. Got a start the uh, other day. Came out today. He had 22, 8 of 13 from the floor, 3 of 7 from downtown. I love him. There's such a fucking nice fluidity to his game. Uh, but Benny Matherin, 32, 8 of 16 from the floor, 6 of 9. Nice. From 3, 10 of 10 of the line. He is fucking awesome. Love my Benny Matherin. All right, and finally, Dickhead of the Week. Oh, God, I don't even want to do this one. Dickhead of the Week. Uh, NBA Kanye. Look, seriously, my stance remains unchanged. Like, hey, man, I'm just asking questions. Being a contrarian looking for an argument doesn't make you fucking smarter than everybody else. Ooh, ooh, how could I be anti-Semitic? I love and respect every religion. I don't know, by putting out anti-Semitic propaganda, you fucking dipshit. I'm an omnist. I mean, no disrespect to anyone's religious beliefs. Then fucking stop it with your mealy mouth anti-Semitism, you fuckhead. Mate, you're literally promoting a film. Hey, I'm not even promoting it. I'm just talking about it and linking to its Amazon page. Seriously, at this point, Kyrie, like you're promoting a film that's like, oh, you know who's behind all everything that's bad? Oh, bro, it's the Jewish people. It's like, fucking hell. Are you serious, Kyrie? Hey, man. So he comes out and is like, the anti-Semitic label that's being pushed on me is not justified. It does not reflect the reality or truth I live in every day. I embrace and want to learn from all walks of life and religions. Oh, yeah, cool. Cool fucking story, you idiot. Then come out and actually say, oh, look, I'm sorry that, you know, I said this and it was taken the wrong way. I disavow that film because it was very clear anti-Semitic propaganda vibe. No, of course that's not what you say, you fucking idiot. Hey, please stop calling a promotion. What am I promoting? I put it out there. Yeah, to a following of millions, you fucking idiot. What do you call that? That's promoting it. Jesus Christ, I'm a human being. I can post whatever I want, so say that and shut it down and move on to the next question. No, I'd like to know why you think it's a good idea as a human being to post whatever you want that involves basically being an anti-fucking Semite. Jesus, I don't have to understand anything from you. Nothing. Move on. Next question. Do you guys have any more? Yeah, that's my question. Seriously. What the fuck, mate? Like... There's a point when it comes to famous people and obviously people who, you know, just fucking love smelling their own farts to a degree that he's unhealthy. And Kyrie passed that point, what, four or five years ago? 
And it's like he floated it out. You know, it's like, hey, yeah, flat earth. Hey, that's pretty. Hey, I'm just asking questions. Now it's like, hey, yeah, Jewish people. I'm just, hey, oh. Uh, you know, oh, I'll just say, I'm just, I'm just like, no, you're just being a fuckhead. You're being a willfully antagonistic piece of fucking shit. Who's like, hey man, I'm just, I'm just living my own truth. No, you're putting down a whole bunch of fucking people for no real reason beyond like to blow smoke up your own ass to think that you're fucking smarter than everybody else. Yeah, Kyrie Irving can go fuck himself right there. Uh, also, dickhead of the week, um, Joe Sy and the Nets organization. Oh yeah, we don't we don't promote hate speech here. Come out and say fucking Kyrie's a dickhead. Grow a pair, you bunch of fucking dorks. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Nas. After this, this is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddy. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do some ENRs. Let's <laughs> get more angry about Kyrie. Um... Let's roll, keep, keep rolling into that one. Uh, so is this the exact shit you expect from NBA Kanye? Yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, fuck it. It's been like, you know, the classic, oh, zero days since drama. And for Kyrie, it's like zero days since I was the focus. And, you know, since I was able to yell about how smarter than I am than everybody. Like, seriously, it's like he saw Kanye fucking jump off a cliff and went, hey, look at this one. Way I did a flip. <laughs> what a fuckwit. Seriously, I just don't see how hard it is to be in a position of like you know of influence like Kyrie and go. Look, I'm going to say as much as I want. Oh, hey man, I respect and love all religions. Then don't fucking go out of your way to spruik absolute fucking bullshit that vilifies a people in a religion. Seriously, my dude, what the fuck? This fucking guy. If you're Kevin Durant, this is I'm gonna this is the point here. Kevin Durant's gotta be like this fucking dude. Like we've all got a mate who's always a you know, he's a bit off the rails of the shit where you're like, alright. Okay, Paul. <laughs> fucking Paul. Yeah, Paul's Paul. And then Paul starts like really just like leaning into it too much, and you're like, alright. And then he starts like, I don't know, bringing it up more. And there's like inferences to like what your family or other mates of yours and you're like all right fuck it this is enough and you just cut them off right kd's got to grow a pair and i think this might be the entire like takeaway from this nets debacle over the last two three years my biggest takeaway is my how might be just how much of a fucking a cockhead kyrie irving is but also really how much of a pushover kevin durant is and how much of a not leader <laughs> he is because anyone with half a fucking backbone would have shut this shit the fuck down right would have pulled cunts into line going look fuck i understand that we're good mates but seriously what the, pull your head in or you're fucking like you're screwing up a good thing here i get that we're cool we're chill we're mates but at the same time an actual leader in the uh Ilk of a Jordan of a 
LeBron a Kobe would have been just like, look, yeah, can you fucking trade Kyrie? Because he's, he's... Seriously, if you want to, I'm cool with that because he's a pain in the ass. He's no fucking leader. He's not helping matters here. And sure, he's probably a cool hang, but there's blokes who are a cool hang. We all understand that, that you find interesting, you find cool, you like hanging out with them. You don't want to live with that fucking guy. You don't want them as a housemate. You don't want them to, you know, be your workmate. You don't want to, like, share a desk with them, you know? You want to have that guy as a cool hang, but you don't want to spend your fucking work life with them. KD's got to be that point right now. Uh, yeah, nah, are the Nets cooked? Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah. God damn it. This is the problem. They're so fucking talented. It doesn't matter. They've won three games. They probably should have won if they weren't a fucking hot mess. Uh, the Memphis game that they were in and then just sort of gave up the ghost and uh, Ben Simmons got up in his head. The Dallas game that they should have won. Even on that KD3 and the Royce O'Neal putback, they couldn't even cover. Uh, <laughs> Indy, one of the worst teams in the NBA, on a back-to-back and they couldn't beat it. But they get Harrison Curry back. Look, just watch them start burning shit down in like a week's time. I'm just saying. Uh, two other ones. Dan Drosher. Yeah, nah. Maxi hit NBA Jam Mode 9 and 9 with 6 to 6 with 3 at the half. Yes, he did. He was 10 and 10 in the end at the half. And if the announcers just hadn't been just like, there should be like an engage NBA Jam Mode, I think, when it comes to actual NBA games. Go, yeah. He hasn't missed. Everybody get the fuck out of his road and just let him go. Clay Thompson's one of the best at this. Maxi, holy shit. It was fucking electric. I loved it. Uh, and yeah, I think once you hit maybe four or five in a row, the ref should like have like a torch and they should shine a, bo- you know, on the, on the court. It's like this one's worth five. <laughs> hit this one, motherfucker. And you're like, yes, NBA jam chaos. Let's go. I love it. Uh, Scotty Baxter, yeah, nah, Ben Simmons still seems scared of the basket. He barely looks at it. Yeah, nah, yeah. So he's a mess. But the peripherals are getting better, which is like the cool thing about Simmons. Like the effort's getting better. The timing will get there. But at some point, though, if you're looking to not score ever, the other team's going to kind of notice. Like that fast break that he had, like an amazing steal. The fast break... He's got a backpedaling Tim Hardaway Jr. in front of him, and that's it. Just go to the fucking rack. Like that should be the first uh, response. That should be like the first instinct. Instead, he's like, oh, I'm going to turn my back to the basket. And he was just purely fucking lucky that Kevin Durant was a freight train coming down the middle because there was no way that Simmons could have known that. He was probably looking to kick it out to a three-point shooter and just like get the responsibility off his fucking shoulders. Like... So it was KD bailing him out with a full head of steam. Like if Simo looks to attack the rim there, he should be scoring, getting fouled, and putting pressure on the defense. And when you're not doing that, you're afraid. You're bailing out the other team. So, yeah, Simmons being afraid of the basket is a bit of a worry. Uh, the Lakers are toast, though, right, Jimmy? Yeah, nah. Yeah. If AD's hobbled already, which was the most hilarious, like, what? It took a week and a half. Boom, here we are. Instead of him, like... The only way the Lakers were going to be good this year if, is was if Anthony Davis was like, look, fuck it, I'm playing 78 regular season games and being awesome. And if he can't do that, the Lakers are cooked. So, uh, is the craziest part that LeBron doesn't matter? Yeah, nah. Nah. The craziest part is Rob Polinka putting together this shit show and being rewarded with an extension. Uh, but, <laughs> but also, it is weird that LeBron 
can do LeBron shit, but this was something I was yelling about last year, right? Like he has always like LeBron's always been a tie that loose all boats. In the last two years it's been a tide that sort of comes in. Everyone's like, ah, now the tide pools are still there. We're good. He's like an old ass version of T-Mac or like a 38 year old Carl Malone or something. It's a bit weird. Just kind of, you know, that's what happens. You get too old. You can't be the absolute fucking devastator in uh, the year 2022 when you were drafted in 03. Uh, the Heat, the luckiest team in the league right now. Yeah, nah, yes. If it weren't for the Nets and the Lakers, everyone would be like, hey, hang on. Do the Heat suck? Like, I tipped them for the Warriors game as a uh, comeback moment, and they bottled it. And they got rolled in the most predictable way ever by Sacramento today. So they just don't have that, like, much level of talent. And usually they can sort of fight through that stuff because Spolster is an incredible coach. But Jimmy Butler, bam, uh, as soon as the shots are sort of not falling, they're fucked. Anyway, unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I love Paolo Bancaro. Love Paolo Bancaro. But this rookie of the year race, as short as the odds have gotten, is not over. Paolo's amazing, but Benny Matherin and Keegs and Jade Novi and Jabari Smith, I'll say. He'll still be right there, but fuck, Paolo's good. Look at him go. Out there putting up numbers that only LeBron ever did. Finally, our Burke Takehouse. It's... Sunday. <laughs> It'll be Monday, I guess. At our back, you know what that means. Oh, yeah. Today, the squid and I spent a whole bunch of time in the backyard, and as soon as we heard a wattle bird or a kookaburra go, cook, 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 bang, we both had our cricket bats, and boom. There's your special of the day. Kookaburra wings only at our back. Go great with the flame grill take. Today's flame grill take is Kevin Durant should win MVP this year if Brooklyn even just make the play in. Only at Outback. To be honest, he probably should, right? Like, if they win over 40 games, he should win MVP because he's navigated an absolute fucking horror show. All right, let's take a uh, quick break. Be back with Australia Play Watch. We'll fly through that one right after. Let's hear from our best mate, Nick Kay. This is Nick Kay, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do it. Australian Player Watch. Uh, Benny Simmons, as mentioned, didn't mean too bad. He had the uh, 7, 8, and 4 with three steals against Dallas. Shot 3 of 7. Went 3 of 7 as well against Indy. Not ideal. Uh, nine points, eight rebounds, nine assists, a block and a steal. Not bad, not bad. Uh, still has more fouls than made field goals. So, look, in terms of things that are ideal, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> Jock Landau, Big Cock Jock, the rooster. He had his massive 17-7 and 7 against the uh, Warriors the other day. Backed it up with 17 minutes against the Pelicans. He was a Pelican, not a Pelicans, and he had 18, uh, sorry, 8-2-2 two two with a block. Went 0-4 from downtown, though. He, like, he was searching for that three so hard, and I loved him for it. It was really fun to watch. God damn. Give me all the Jock stock you got, because I'm all about it. Josh Green. Who's Josh Green? Played an absolute blinder against uh, Brooklyn. One of his better games, actually, in the NBA. 10-4-1. So 10 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. He went 3-3 three, three from 3. Free, 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 free. 
Uh, and then backed it up six and five with four steals against the Thunder today in only 15 minutes. Unbelievable game. And then uh, Jack White, he got out there for a minute. He had a rebound. You love it. For the Nuggets against uh, the Utah Yaz. And uh, who else we got? Patty and Matty. <laughs> so Patty, eight points against the uh, Pacers today. Two or three from the floor. One or two from downtown against Dallas the other day. At 17 minutes, he went one or three from the floor. Had the three points. One and two from downtown. <clears throat> yeah, two rebounds and assist. And that was it. And uh, what else? We had Dyson Daniels. That was a uh, fun run that he had in that game against Dallas, but he hasn't gotten back out there again. Uh, he is out at the moment, though, so it's kind of like a weird thing where they're kind of like, oh, look, uh, well, he'll be okay. It's like, all right, good. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the uh, telling us. And what about Delhi? What about Dally? You better believe that our single king, he got out there the other day against the Memphis Grizzlies in their big loss. He got his first minutes <clears throat> of the season, didn't bother the scorer, so he put up a trillion. One zero 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 zero. Love Dally. And it was good to see uh, Matty T get out there and do some uh, work as well. Last two games, guess what? 22 minutes. Philly win. 21 minutes, Philly win. Is there a uh, correlation there? You think Doc Rivers is a fucking course, you idiots? It's Matty T. He only wins games. That's what he does. Six points, three rebounds, three assists, two blocks and a steal against the Raptors. And then two points and a steal against the Bulls today. What a weapon. You love to see it. And Andrew Gay's Great Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Let's do that one. Uh... Andrew Gay's Great Mumber I know I mentioned I was going to do Luca. Like, Luca's averaging a 35, 11, and 9.5. And That's fucking insane. Like, it's absolutely insane. He could hit more threes. He's shooting two of eight, basically, every, or two of nine, basically, again. Uh, but the Andrew Gay's Grand Mummer Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. I mentioned this earlier. Everyone's, like, scoring over 30 points a game. Luca at 35. Giannis at 34.4. Jar at 32.6. Tatum, 32.4. KD at 32, Trey Young at 31.5, Dame at 31, Donnie at 31, Shy at 31, Steph at 30.8, Kyrie at 30.5, and then you got Book, Devin Booker at 29.2, Darren Fox and Joel Embiid just there at 27.8 and 27.2. That is fucking insane. And I'm here for all of the scores. Let's do it. Because it's just a lot more fun that way, isn't it? <laughs> Shit, yeah. All right, let's do some uh, Patty Mills game day ball at game day. And uh, some picks and stuff for the next four days, I reckon, will be right after this quick one. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> Paddy Mills, Paddy Thrills. Uh, enjoying his time. It's pretty good. I also just love watching uh, Paddy Mills do things. And so when Paddy Mills is out there, you know, tweeting, 
IGing. You're just like, yep, let's go. But it's the Brooklyn. Who do you play for? Brooklyn basketball. Just like really cool shit that he's posting on his uh, IG and facey. Like, who do you play for? Well, better ask Kyrie. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Uh, let's do some picks. Uh, tomorrow we have the Pelicans versus the Clippers. Uh, we So we have... We did these picks on was it Thursday night. We had the uh, Clippers in this one. So today's games we've already kind of picked. We'll uh, go back over them now, though. I kind of like the Pelicans here. Pels plus two and a half. It's just a bit of a worrying sign for this uh, Clippers team. So not sure if I like it. Boston, we had them head-to-head against the Wizards. Eight and a half point favorites, though. I might have to go the Wiz plus eight and a half. Because I think, look, the Celtics will win that, but the Wiz will cover. The Cavs, Cleveland, they take on the Knicks. They're four and a half points favorites. We'll stick with that. It's a bit of a tricky spot. Like, there's a lot of size on that Knicks team, so the Cavs won't be able to uh, run over the top of them, but they just have a little bit of something something about them at the moment. Love it. Uh, Warriors, Pistons. The Warriors on a back-to-back. Eight and a half point favorites over the Detroit basketball Pistons. It's a tough one. Warriors lose against Charlotte. Can they back it up? Yeah, fuck it. Let's go, Warriors. Minus eight and a half. Minnesota over the Spurs. They are six and a half point favorites. They should roll there. Just the size of Minnesota will be too much. Orlando against the Mavs. Uh, Nine and a half point underdogs are the Magic. Mavs on a back-to-back. Let's take uh, the Magic Man plus nine and a half. Phoenix, they're 12 and a half point favorites against Houston. Houston, look... I've taken them in the paper. I'm going to have to go with this again. 12 and a half. It's just too many points. You know, Phoenix will probably smash them, but yeah, give me the uh, 12 and a half. And then lastly, with the actual lines, the Nuggets are four and a half point favorites against the Lakers. I'll take that in a heartbeat. Thank you very much. Let's do some head-to-head picks for a little bit more time. Sound good? Yeah, good. All right, so on... Well, that was Monday's games. Let's do Tuesday's games now. We have Sacramento-Charlotte. Oh, that's a great game. Give me Sacramento. Keep the dream alive. Philly, they go to Washington. Give me Philly. Just a bit too much size. Brooklyn play Indiana again. They've got to win that one. Give me the Nets. Uh, Atlanta-Toronto. Ooh, Atlanta. I should get that one. That's going to be a great game, though. Detroit-Milwaukee. That's not as great. The Bucks will smash them. Utah, Memphis. Memphis have got to get that one on the rebound. Houston, Clippers. Clippers need that win. They'll get that. And then Wednesday, we'll have Chicago or Brooklyn. Brooklyn on a back-to-back against the Bulls. Give me the Nets. I think they can pull that out. Miami, Golden State. This has got to be that line in the sand game. Miami have to win that. Give me Miami. OKC versus Orlando. Give me the Magic. They don't. They want to win. OKC don't. Minnesota, Phoenix. We'll go to the Let's go the Wolves over the Suns on Wednesday. Bit too much size, even for the uh, Rooster, Jock Lander. And then Thursday's games, which is probably, we'll do a show probably Thursday night. So let's pick those games. Philly hosting Washington. Let's go Philly again there. Back-to-back wins would be pretty crazy. Boston, Cleveland. I reckon Boston get that one. On the return in Cleveland, just, they might have figured out a few things. Sacramento go to Miami. Miami, back-to-back wins. Can they do it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the Knicks versus Atlanta. Let's go the Knicks. That'll be fun. Chicago, Charlotte. Let's go the Bulls. At home, it's this reeling Hornets team. Clips, Houston. Clips should get that one. 
Milwaukee, Detroit again. Let's go the Bucks again. Uh, San Antonio, Bandera, Spurs against the Raptors. Let's go the Raps. Utah, Dallas. Dallas should get that one at least on the bounce. Memphis, Portland. Ooh, that is tasty. Give me Memphis. Lakers, Pelicans. Oh, you got to give the Lakers one here. They'll figure that out one day. They can't go an entire fucking month winless. There you go. That's it. All the picks done. Oh, boy. I'm a busy boy. I'm a busy man. Got lots of stuff to do. So, uh, look, we'll pop back up during the week. As I mentioned, probably on Thursday. It's like where the schedule sort of lands a bit at the moment. Between having the brand new baby, getting fuck all sleep, and um, working a shit ton. It's a bit tough, but she'll be right. We are smashing the picks, though, which is the big thing. We are 55 of 77 so far this season. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. Uh, so make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Facey IGs. We're all over the socials. You know that. Get around NFL Australia, myself and Gaz. And uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app. Go on. Get a uh, hoodie or a T-shirt as well. Go buy some merch on the socials or nbaaustralia.com slash shop. Uh, big thanks to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Go check out the new band House Hats. Uh, Josh and Laurentis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Trim Down Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia, Sports Australian Bands. And uh, we'll close out today's show with a really quick deli review of Andor, because why the fuck not? All right, we'll uh, catch you later in the week, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? Jesus, need some sleep. <laughs> All right. Later, Hosanna. Oi, oi, oi. How the fuck are you, dickheads? It's your old mate Deli over here to swing a ball from a usual pop culture review and shit, eh? So, look, you know, many people have said that Sacramento doesn't have much culture and shit, and I'm just like, fuck it. What do you need from culture apart from like a sick pub and just like hanging out, smashing tins and like, that's what I did on the weekend, man. It was sick. And then I got fucking tapped on the shoulder by Big Mike Brown to go, hey, Deli, you ready to play? I'm like, oh, well, I was born fucking ready. Like, who's that prick, Lance Stevens? He's like, oh, call me born ready. I'm like, nah, man, I'm the real born ready. Fuck it. I'm Mirabara born ready. Fucking shut up. Bang, got out there, ran around. It was fucking sick, man. So, but uh, yeah, for the pop culture for this work, yeah, the odd mate, she uh, made me watch all that Star Wars, like that Andor. And I'm watching it going, well, I'm fucking bored. Oh, shit, this is pretty good. Oh, I'm a bit bored. And, uh, yeah, so I sort of come, come out of it just going, like, what's going on with this? Like, where's Darth Vader, man? Like, what's going on? You know? Yeah. Especially after I watched that end of the House of the Dragon and shit, which I'll talk about, like, next week or whatever. But fucking hell, man. Like, Andor, he's like, oh, yeah. So who's that bloke? What was he in? Rogue One. Oh, yeah, sick. That was good. What the fuck's going on in this? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just fucking hard to follow, isn't it? But the missus, she loves it, so whatever, bro. All right, so I'll give it like 12 out of 10 deli wines. Pretty good. Bit dour, but she's fucking good, eh? So, all right, there you go. Get stuck into it. Fucking love it. I'll talk to you next week. Later, fuck, guys. Deli out.